You're listening to Your Highest Self Podcast, episode 73. Today, we're going to talk about my time management practices as an entrepreneur. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you so much for taking the time to invest in your mind and doing it with me today. If you are a returning loyal listener, welcome back. And if you're brand new, hi, it's so nice to meet you. My name is Shanae. I am a spiritual life coach and my mission is to help you break through self-doubt and perfectionism, heal your limiting beliefs so that you can take massive action towards reaching your highest potential in your business and your life. I am so excited for this week's podcast episode. I know it's a little bit different, but we're on season two. We're bringing some new topics forward. And time management is one of the things that I see as part of my business as being the masculine strategy. So within my own business, I use feminine flow. So when I connect to my feminine energy, the divine feminine leader that lives within me. So this is our intuition. And then using masculine strategy to really support that feminine flow, the podcast, the content I create, the coaching containers, the clients I serve, all of that is my feminine flow, but none of that would actually happen if I didn't have really good time management practices to support it. So let's talk about time because it is the most valuable asset for us. So in today's episode, I am going to teach you how to be a good steward of your time. And we're going to cover identifying your North Star so that you can better create your priorities, do delegate and delete. And then last but not least, how I use time batching and systems in my business and my life. And I'm going to share with you some specific things that I delegate that I've deleted and um, some systems that I have in my own life. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to remind you that we're currently enrolling for the Highest Self Mastermind for 2021. Enrollments end on January 22nd, and our program officially kicks off on February 9th, the week of. Uh, This is a 10-month mastermind for coaches who want to lead their business with authenticity, alignment, and abundance. You can be um, an established coach or a aspiring coach. I don't care where you're at in your entrepreneurial journey, to be honest. I care where you're at, where you're in your awareness journey and that you are here to heal and to grow. So within this mastermind, we heavily focus on the inner work. We're going to be connecting and listening to our inner child. If you don't know how to do that, you will learn how to connect with her, how to speak to her, how to see her. We're going to be gaining more clarity and confidence around your mission, your vision, and your purpose so that you can truly lead from your highest self. We're going to be building our businesses with the foundation of unconditional self-love. So this means prioritizing your boundaries, your wellness rituals, your self-care, because if you don't take care of yourself, nothing else is going to work. Trust me, I've been there. And then last but not least, we are going to be leading your business from feminine flow and masculine strategy, what I was talking about a little bit before, um, because I think this is the missing secret sauce. It's not about a business blueprint. It's not about a formula. It's really about learning to tap into your intuition and listen to her and lead from her and having some really great masculine strategy and structure to hold your business and bring it forward. So if that sounds like something that you are in alignment with, if that sounds amazing to you, head down to the show notes and send in your application. Um, And then you and I will get on a discovery call after that to make sure that this is the right experience for you. Okay, let's get into it. So whenever I talk about time management, I have to talk about what is your North Star? 
Because if you are having a hard time with your time, (laughs) if you're having a hard time managing your time, then you probably don't know clearly what your North Star is. So we're going to identify that for you really quick. If it's available to you, I want you to close your eyes. If it's not, that's totally fine. I want you to visualize yourself at your funeral. And I know this sounds morbid, but just stick with me. You're at your funeral. Someone is at the front of the funeral home, delivering your eulogy, standing at the podium, talking to all the people that have gathered to celebrate your life. What is it that you want them to be saying about you? What do you want to be remembered for? What is the impact that you want to leave? What is the legacy that you want to leave? So I'm just going to give you a couple moments to think about this. This is your North Star. This is what you want to be working towards. Anything outside of this is just distraction. It's just shiny objects. So once you know what the mission statement for your life is, it's going to be much, much, much easier for you to delegate and to prioritize the tasks that are really meaningful for you. So um, once you have your mission statement written down, I want you to like put that to the side. The next step is we're going to look at your priorities through a principle that I use called Pareto's principle. So Pareto's principle states that 80% of consequences come from 20% of causes, meaning that there's an unequal relationship between inputs and outputs. Another way that you could think, kind of look at this principle is 80% of your results are going to come from 20% of your actions. Crazy, huh? 80% of your success is going to come from 20% of the things that you do. 80% of your clients are going to come from 20% um, are going to come from like 20% from this one, one specific spot. So knowing this, knowing that our inputs and our outputs have an unequal relationship for you to manage your time and better delegate your priorities and better know what your priorities are, We want to know what that 20% is, right? Like who cares about the other 80%? It's not actually driving our results. We want to focus on that 20%. We want to double down on it. So the way that you can figure out what your 20% is, is I want you to take out a fresh piece of paper and draw a line down the middle. On the left side, I want you to write down your achievements. So this, uh, this episode specifically is for coaches. So I want you to write down like um, your achievements in your business. For example, like this client signed up, this client signed up, this person um, purchased my online program, this person signed up for my email list, Um, this Instagram posted really, really well, this this, uh, podcast episode got 500 downloads. So write down your achievements. And then on the right side, I want you to write down where those achievements came from. So for example, if you signed on three clients, where did they come from? Did they come from your podcast, Instagram, a referral? And do that with each and every one. Then you're going to be able to see and really narrow your focus on like where you're actually getting results. So for example, say like you notice that all three of your new clients all came from referrals and none came from your website, but like rebuilding your website has been a priority on your to-do list that hasn't really been getting done. And you've been wasting a lot of mental energy thinking about it. That can be deleted. You don't have to focus on your website because obviously your website isn't moving the needle forward in your business. People are signing up despite it. 
or perhaps you realize that um, a lot of your clients are coming from Instagram and like no one comes to you from Pinterest. Take Pinterest off your to-do list. Stop telling yourself that you have to focus on all these different platforms to like be seen everywhere and really narrow your focus down on the areas of your life that are producing results for you. You can also do the Pareto's principle with like everything else. So with your fitness, with your health, with your own personal life, um, it works everywhere. But for the sake of this episode, we're just going to focus my examples on coaches and entrepreneurs. So now from here, we know, okay, we know where our 20% is. All the other stuff we can either do, delegate, or delete. So the 20%, I think you should do. I think if that's where a lot of your success is coming from, then you really need to be the one focusing on like the doing. If it's something you can delegate, you should delegate um, like the other 80% or maybe even some stuff from the 20% or it gets deleted. Um, The secret is finding the balance of doing less with more intention to get bigger results, not doing all the things with half-assed mediocre results. So you can truly delete so many things off your priority list that really aren't a priority. And then you have more time and energy to dedicate towards the things that actually matter in your business, the things that actually matter to you, right? That are in alignment with your mission statement. So now take your mission statement back out. And every single thing that you do, everything that you're building, I want you to use your mission statement as the filter. So if your mission statement is something along the lines of um, you were a great wife and mother and you empowered and impacted millions of women all over the world with their self-love journey, then the things that you're working towards need to be under that filter. And the cool thing And don't forget this, is that as you grow and as you change, of course, your mission statement changes. And so this practice changes with you. So if you listen to last week's episode on um, how to make conscious pivots in your life, because as we grow, we inevitably grow, outgrow ourselves, our old identities. So as you grow, your mission statement is going to grow and your priorities change based on that. So it's important to always be aligning your current priorities with your current mission and vision and what you want to achieve for your life. So now, again, looking through these priorities and telling yourself, what can I do? What can I delegate? What can I delete? To be honest with you, I think you could probably delete 50% of the things that you have on your list. Uh, Most often the women I work with, they need to do less. You need to do less. And the things that are less either can be delegated or things can be deleted that don't really align with you anymore. So for example, maybe some of the things that can be delegated are hiring a house cleaner, hiring someone to do your laundry, hiring someone to do your grocery shopping and or meal prep, buying custom meal prep foods, hiring a virtual assistant, or training and teaching your family and kids to pitch in. So these are some delegating examples. it's okay to ask for help. And I'm not a mom yet, but I work with a lot of moms. And I think that is one of the things that I see that a lot, um, us as women believing that we need to be the superhero, we need to be the superwoman, we need to do all of it. And it all needs to be done yesterday. And that's just not the case. And you can delegate things. You can hire a house cleaner. You can have someone come and make your food. You can order meal prep food. And that doesn't make you a bad mom. I can like totally future see myself in 10 years 
um, like stressing over making homemade cake for my future kids for their birthday when a store-bought cake is probably just as good for them, that they like really don't care. So it's really important here to recognize that time is an asset, okay? Another asset is energy. So if you can delegate this task, like cleaning the house, for example, if you can delegate that and it costs you $100 a month, um, what do you get back from that? Not only do you get back time, but you get back energy. And what can you do with that time and energy and invest that somewhere else, either in your business to make back that $100 very easily or or reinvest that time and energy into your family, into your own self-care, your own well-being? You can see how this works by delegating, you win back not only your time, but your energy. And those two are very valuable and they're not renewable. So those are some delegating examples. Let's talk about some deleting examples. Focus on one social media platform. Yes, one. That means stop trying to do YouTube, stop trying to do a podcast, stop trying to do Pinterest and Instagram all at once. It's not going to work. Pick one social media platform and devote all your energy and time and attention to growing it. Don't be doing all the things. Once you have mastered that one, there's many ways for you to repurpose so that you can be seen everywhere, but not really be everywhere. Um, Another deleting example is deleting all these different programs and offers that you have and focusing on one, focusing on one program on one client that you want to serve and really going all in with that. Another really great delaying example is one new habit at a time. Say it's it's the new year. We're all trying to like be our best selves and you have like 10 new habits that you're trying to do this month. Delete nine and just do one and see how much your life changes by doing less with more intention. Things that I delegate personally um, are I have a house cleaner. She's amazing. I absolutely love her. When my house is clean, I feel like I can work easier. I can work better. I'm not thinking about having to clean that one corner over there. And it feels nice. Like it's a vibe. (laughs) And I feel so bougie saying that, but it is a vibe. I love having a clean home. It makes me feel so good. And I mean, it takes her like four hours to do it. So what could I be doing in that four hours? I can be coaching my clients. I could be recording podcasts. I mean, today I've been recording for three hours already, right? Um, so doing things with my time and my energy that actually move the needle forward in my business that are going to be having a higher return on investment. I delegate my food. So you guys are going to laugh at this, but my husband does 80% of the cooking in our house and, and he has a job. He's a nine to five. He has his own side hustle. He's very like well accomplished. It's not like he's lazy. Um, but we, as a family, we've decided one that our meals are going to be very simple. So like most of our meals, we eat the same thing every day. It's like a reheat type situation. We're not making like super fancy recipes and following stuff. It's very simple. And then he does most of the cooking, um, (laughs) most of the reheating, I should say. So um, that's what we have decided was important to us as a family. It's not important to us to have these like very fancy dinners. That's not part of our mission statement. (laughs) Um, it's, It's not our mission statements are very much about like us spending time with each other, our individual businesses that we run and the impact that we're creating and the life that we're living and how we feel day to day. Like that's important to us. And so 
food isn't a part of that. I know some people really love food and food is like their love language. And if that's you, then that example doesn't apply to you. The last thing that I delegate is I delegate all my podcast editing, my graphic creation and my blog writing. So you guys, like I do the show notes and I, and I batch this. So let's go into batching. Um, so time batching is when you take one task and you, um, do that for an extended period of time. So like three or four hours. So on Tuesday, for example, I blocked off two hours, three hours, and I batched three show notes. So all I did in those three hours is I just did show notes. And same thing when I'm recording the podcast, I try not to record an episode every single week because that's not an efficient use of my time. I really tried to sit and record several episodes all in one go. So today I'm recording three. Um, that is what time batching is. Now within a time batch, we have a system. So the difference between time batching is like the, the way you schedule your time and batching a lot of tasks that are the same task in one time. And then a system is like the actual steps that happen so that your time batching is effective, if that makes sense. So for example, one of my home systems is that we go grocery shopping on Saturday. If I didn't go grocery shopping on Saturday, then my delegation of the meals to Henrik would not be easy because then he'd have to go to the grocery store every single day. He'd have to think about what to cook. It would be a mess. So instead we do all the grocery shopping on Saturday. We have all the meals set for the week and then it's his job to, to make the meals. Um, (laughs) I love him. He doesn't listen to my podcast, but if he did, I love you. (laughs) Um, my podcasting system is I batch create the show notes. I'll write two to three show notes at a time, and then I'll batch record the episodes. So those are done on different days. And then the system that we have behind the scenes is my assistant takes the episode. She edits it. She makes an audiogram. She makes the graphic. She writes the blog as she's listening and editing the show. Um, and she does all that on the back end. She's amazing. Her name is Eliza. Shout out to Eliza. I love you. I know she's listening. Um, and so we have a whole content creation system where we can take this podcast and then we can repurpose the content to be Instagram content as well as, um, um, Pinterest content and content for the blog. So on my website, so it lives on my website forever. So you can see that I'm actually doing one thing. Like my main focus for my business, you guys, is the podcast. And then my Instagram content is repurposed podcast episodes. I'll repurpose the content that I created by this hour that I sat here and I record this episode. And then I can create, you know, loads of content from there. So we have the blog and then, you know, that blog gets relinked to Pinterest and then the blog gets broken down into two or three Instagram captions. And so this is how we do less with more intention. Um, I hope that was helpful. I hope I explained that in a clear way. Um, Just know that systems are like the step-by-step things behind your goals so that your goals are easy to accomplish or the step-by-step behind your priorities. Um, 
Another word for systems is SOP, Standard Operating Procedures. And again, those are things that we have in the business on the back end, SOPs for, you know, one through 10 of how this one task gets done. If you have an SOP, you can more easily delegate the tasks in your business. And which again, always goes back to better use of your time. If I can take this task that doesn't need to be done by me and delegate it to someone else, I have just created more time for myself to focus on the tasks that I do need to do. So I very much in my business only do what I need to do. Everything else is delegated. I am the one who creates content. I am the one who shows up on video. I'm the one who writes things. I'm the one who coaches, right? (laughs) Can't delegate my coaching and who shows up for my clients all the other stuff that gets delegated. I'm not sitting here doing that. Going back to what I said in the very beginning, the reason why I wanted to create this episode is because I think that as a business owner, we are allowed to have businesses that support us. Um, For many years, I had a business that didn't support me. I was working myself to the bone. I was burnt out. I was very tired and stressed out. I was doing all the things. So learning how to better use my time, better manage my time so that I could have the life that I wanted and my business would support that has been a game changer. So I spend lots of time on self-care. I, um, you know, spend time doing the things that I want to do that make me feel good, which then actually keep me as a really great vibrational match for the clients who want to work with me because I'm not like down in the weeds head down, like working 15, 16 hours a day, like I used to be. Don't get me wrong. I still work very hard. Um, There's days, you know, I don't have days off. I mean, I have days off. Let me put it this way. I can take whatever day off I want. Unless I have a client call scheduled that day. If I decide I don't want to work one day, I can decide not to work. So that's what feels like freedom to me. Um, that's how I want my life to be. Um, I currently don't have kids, right? So it's a little bit different, but when we identify our North star, so that was part of my mission statement, like that's really important to me is to have this freedom and abundance and to be able to live my life the way that I want to, and and to have that flexibility. That was my mission statement. That's my North star, um, part of my North star, So that's a priority. So I make sure to align my life with that. That means that self-care is a priority for me. Um, Self-care is a priority for, for for the people that work for me is I make sure to instill and hammer into them to take care of yourself. Like do not overwork. This task can be moved to tomorrow. Um, You know, when it needs to be done the latest, things don't have to be done a month in advance. That's not how we operate. And so I think that just as a, um, as a leader in my business, I think it's very important to be that role model and to just share with you guys, like I don't do all the things and I don't do all the things on purpose because it's important to me to um, have a, like a restful lifestyle. That's how I operate. (laughs) I don't want to be burnt out anymore. So that's it from me, you guys. I hope that this episode was helpful. I hope you liked the masculine strategy um, part of being your highest self, of learning to do less with more intention, of being okay with saying no, say no, say no more often, leave things off your list, delegate, ask for help. Um, It makes you are worthy of that. doesn't make you any less. So I'll see you guys here next week, same time, same place. Don't forget to be your highest self. Bye for now.